Hi everyone, this is Dulce and I am your host of Voice in Your Head. This will be episode two of season two. So the topic today is narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder. So in um, sessions, I've been seeing quite a few individuals coming in with family members or friends, co-workers, supervisors, bosses, people who they have encountered in their daily lives who have really brought them to a point where they need to come see me. So what do these individuals look like, the narcissistic individual? First, I want to say that not everyone fits the full criteria of narcissistic personality disorder, and I'm going to use NPD to describe that disorder or that personality disorder. Well, in, in sessions, I want to say the majority of them are males. Sometimes they're women. What I have seen is that it is very typical for the person to display behaviors that lack empathy. So empathy is the ability to put yourself in other people's shoes and feel and understand what that person is going through. They are unable to do that. If the spouse is crying, verbalizing the discontent of the relationship because of behaviors, the the NPD partner doesn't understand why they're becoming upset, doesn't understand how his actions have actually hurt his spouse. So what the you'll hear with the NPD say are things like um, apologizing after they've committed some type of discretion, not knowing that that was a discretion. So the apologize, the apology should be enough. They like novelty. So the NPD individual will have a multiple amount of intimate relationships with another person. They like to have a supply around for them to fulfill their needs. They are deceitful. They're good at manipulating people, the people that they have as their side people and the person that they're in a relationship with, whether that be uh, married or um, dating. So they are highly, highly manipulative. Um, when I talk with them, they like to um, expand on every story. So when they talk, they also add little bits and pieces of things that have no purpose in the conversation. And that is a way that they distract the listener and confuse the listener because the listener doesn't really know what to focus on because there's so many things in that conversation. They want to distract the listener from 
what the listener is hoping to hear. Now, um, if it, with a trained ear, you can hear the, the excuses, you can hear the, um, the distractions. And so what I like to do in that type of a scenario is actually stop the conversation every time the NPD partner wants to derail it. And I bring the person back in to the topic. Eventually, that person doesn't want to talk about it. So either the NPD partner leaves upset from my office or they shut down and they don't want to talk. When the NPD person isn't in my office and it's like a supervisor or a ch- an adult child of a, of a person or their spouse that doesn't want to come in and see me, um, they, don't do, they don't come in and see me because narcissists can never be wrong. They always have to be right. They don't want to take accountability. And so because of that, they won't come, they won't seek out a therapist. The way that they do see me is if they are, um, their partner's at their wit's end or their child is at their wit's end. Um, and they still want the relationship because they get something out of it. They can't let go of what they get out of. So what I hear them say is that they won't have a relationship with someone that is genuine because first they don't really know how they don't know how to be vulnerable. Um, the only reason they have a relationship with someone is because they can get something out of it. And if they can't get something out of that relationship, then they're no longer in that relationship. They'll dump you. So they leave a person emotionally drained, financially drained. Um, that's, that's their goal is that it's all about them. They're number one. Sometimes what I hear also is that wives will come in, for example, and they'll say, this isn't the person I married. When I married this person, it was so much fun. We laughed, we did things together. We talked all the time. Well, here's, here's a couple of, of things that may have happened. So the narcissist may want a relationship with someone because it makes them look good. Or if they have a relationship with that person, someone else may see them in a good light. <clears throat> so they'll keep showing up. <clears throat> they'll keep showing up to that person, excuse me, to that person the way that that person wants them to look and be like, right? So they'll get all sorts of information from that person and then they'll display what the person wants to see. But that person goes away three months down the road and it is not the same person. So when that person is uh, now different, that's when that spouse comes to see me. Other times there are spouses that have been with a narcissist for over 10 years. And this person is not the same person that their friends and family know. I'll hear them say, um, I don't see my family anymore. My family thinks that I've changed. I'm always suspicious of people. 
And I always apologize. That's one of the biggest characteristics of a person who has been abused by a narcissist, that they're consistently apologizing for everything. They eat too loud. They talk too loud. They walk too loud. They dress too loud. They're too big. They're too skinny. They can never be enough for a narcissist because a narcissist wants someone that's perfect for them that looks perfect, that talks perfect, but really there's no such thing. So this topic, the narcissistic person, is quite fascinating. Um, Again, I I have treated this uh, personality disorder since I started working in a treatment facility um, back in 2010. Um, I've learned a lot, so I really enjoy talking about personality disorders because I've treated them. So borderline personality is another one that I've treated since 2010. So I'll end it here. Thanks. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.